Hey everyone, Andrew here with a fun little offer. If you are someone who wants to show your dedication to shows that break orbit uh, and everything that we do here at the Moonshot Network, well, now you can. We are officially open for some merch pre-sales. Uh, we've never done this before, but we are currently doing a pre-sale for some pins. A Moonshot pin that is uh, our cool logo that our good friend Caro designed is now available in metal and enamel, a wonderful pin form. If you want to show all your friends the coolest pin this side of Jupiter, you can pre-order it. It's available at moonshotnetwork.bigcartel.com. Or if you check our Twitter, we will have a tweet that is, should be pinned that'll tell you exactly where you can find it. <laughs> the tweet's going to be uh, it's going to be pinned like um, like you would if you ordered the... Anyways, you can pre-order it now. Ten bucks. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Alone at the Table. This is a podcast where I play solo RPGs, and I invite you to come along for the experience. My name is Audrey. Today's game is Lullaby Nights by Luca Brave, also known as Psychhound. I was initially drawn to this game because it uses a different engine, for lack of a better word, than most solo games do. There's no deck of cards. Unlike the games that I played in the first three episodes, and like a ton of other solo games, there's no tarot deck and there's no 52 card deck. Instead, Lullaby Nights is a game that relies on a playlist of music that you have. Ideally a long one, but... Ideally a long one but it kind of depends. This game could go on for a long time. It is designed for one or more players. I tend to be hesitant about games that say they are accommodating for both single player and multiplayer modes, unless those are written with explicitly separate instructions. I find that a lot of mechanics break down if you go one direction or the other without intention. But this one did actually play pretty well, even though I can see how it might be a more interesting game with more people. So the introduction of this game says, It's been a long, cold winter. It felt like the dark days and constant ice would never end. You learned well the binding of gloves around your hands and layers upon layers over your skin. The quiet that comes with snow and a sting in your lungs. Today, you felt the sun. There's more to this introduction. It's really beautifully written, but I don't want to give it all away. I do encourage you to check this game out yourself. The premise essentially is that after a day of feasting and people coming together, you're in the dark at a sleepover and you're having a conversation with the people around you. Now, there is no specific prompt for if you're playing this game solo, I think the implication is definitely that you should create multiple people or characters to be at this sleepover and play all of them. But what I did, and this is a bit of a liberty, I played this out like it was my thoughts as I was drifting off to sleep, having a conversation with my past self. To play this game, you need stored songs and a way to write. I used a Spotify playlist of my most listened to songs 
of the last six months. This game did involve a bit of math, more math than I was expecting for a song-driven game, but it was pretty easy to figure out, and ultimately, I think it's really cool. So you look at the two most recently added songs you have, take their second numbers from their duration, and add them together. It's the percentage that you go down the list. So my list had 100 songs on it to make it easy for myself, because I know myself, and I didn't want to have to do a bunch of math in the calculator app. So my first, like, two most recently added songs were Break These Chains by Ray Gun Cowboys and Violet City by Mansion Air. The second increments on those songs were 13 and 33, respectively, which gave me a total of 46%. And going down my list, that put me on the song Quarterback by Kapeki. I would really love to play the songs for you while I do this episode, but obviously for copyright reasons, I can't do that. So instead, I'm just going to refer you to the Spotify list I made of the songs from my playthrough. That way you can listen along if you want. So then you choose any one lyric from the opening song to start the conversation as the first sentence spoken into the dark. I chose the line, I couldn't hide the smile on my face. This for me came from a place of thinking about how far I've come and getting in that mindset of talking to my past self. So then to inform the response, you take a look at the minutes number of the song you started with. Mine was two minutes, which means that the next speaker, my past self, gets one line each from two separate songs. There's a chart included in this game that gives you the theme of the songs to choose, so you're not constrained by doing math to continue choosing your songs. This game continues until all players have gone a few times, or the conversation feels like it comes to an end naturally, and the speakers fall asleep. There is a nice note in this game, and the design also accompanies this. It's a very soft sort of design I really enjoyed. But it has a line that says, This game is meant to be played slowly and with care. There's no need to rush. No one's going anywhere. I will read the lines and then debrief a little to talk about what was going through my head in the selection of those lines. So me in the present, I start out speaking, I couldn't hide the smile on my face. Past me says, I'm falling faster and faster and faster with no time to stall hoping to find some long-forgotten words or ancient melodies. Present me responds, We exercise the demons of the things we used to know, take them by the legs and throw down the stairs. And when you get the chance, when I get feeling better, when I'm feeling no pain. Young me responds with, Just a matter of time. I'll keep my eyes fixed on the sun, up on the sun, looking sad and beautiful. Present me responds, it changes with seasons. You know that love is strong enough. And I let the conversation fade out. So that's a very brief playthrough. You can obviously make this game last a lot longer if you wanted. I think that this is an interesting way to generate some poetry There's also a really good example of playthrough in the game itself, so I have to commend Luca for for writing that. I think it really showcases how poignant the game can be and how it can turn into a conversation. 
Some of my lines didn't necessarily follow super easily, but I do think that ultimately I was happy with where this conversation went. When I was younger, and I was specifically for this game, focusing on the me that existed in like middle school, early high school, I was a very anxious kid, and I grew up in a fairly small town, and there was a lot of feeling like maybe this is all there is feeling like I needed to move somewhere else, I needed to go somewhere, but that I was constrained in ways that were beyond my control. And spending a lot of time in my own head, because I felt pretty alone at a lot of times in my life, there was there was a feeling of, what if it doesn't change? So in going back and forth between my present self and looking back on my past self, I wanted to choose some lines that specifically gave the encouragement and gave the idea that you're going to make it to a place that is better and you're going to make it to a state of being that is better. That's the game. It was a pretty brief playthrough, but I had a lot of fun going through songs that I have enjoyed and songs that I haven't listened to in a while. And this game was really fun, and I do think that I would play it again. The song engine style of it was really interesting and a nice change from the card-based journaling games that I have been playing. So as I close out the show, I wanted to give you guys a few updates. First, I do have a Gmail account now, aloneatthetablepod at gmail.com. Questions, comments whatever you desire to share, you can send it to that email. I still think I will probably not set up social media for the show specifically, but you can find me on Tumblr at ladytabletop.tumblr.com, and you can find me on the Moonshot podcast server. All of the Moonshot shows are at moonshotpods.com. There's a lot of really, really cool stuff that people on the network are putting out, so I hope you'll check it out. And speaking of the network, we are currently taking pre-orders for enamel pins of the network logo. It looks kind of like a little Pokemon badge um, rocket ship slash microphone thing. So do check those out at our big cartel shop. That's all for this time. I hope you enjoyed the experience and I'll see you next time alone at the table. Lights. Camera. Adaptations. Ever watched your favorite book become a movie and said, huh, well that certainly was a weird decision? Of course you have. Hollywood is constantly making changes for their adaptations, and this podcast aims to answer the question of why. Join host Emma Shannon and a different guest every month on Unnatural Selection, a new Moonshot Network podcast, as they talk about a film, its source material, and what makes an adaptation good, faithful, and less commonly, good and faithful. Check out episode one, coming to a podcatcher near you on February 15th.